My dearest Lawson, I hope this letter finds you in good health and even better spirits. As we celebrate 300 consecutive weeks of correspondence, I'm obliged to reflect on the past seven years of uninterrupted communication. Who could forget when you had your knickers pilfered by a hobo, or when the honor of my virgin lips were sullied by a man of the cloth? These events seem as if they transpired both a century ago and yet only yesterday. I'm also bound to reflect on those folks who have portrayed principal characters in this, our perpetual play. For me, I find myself often thinking about my ward, Jose, Cameron, and my cousin, Richard. I'm unsure if I've mentioned him before, but he is younger than me by half a fortnight, and he lies with men. As for you, I remember reading letters about Rod Kyle, Steve, some Chinese man, a Japanese man, a few black men, two Cambodian men, a deaf man, a Vietnamese man, a Laotian man, another Chinese man, a man of unknown ethnic origin, an Indian man, and a genie. It doesn't surprise me that you have so many friends, but I just wonder why they're all men and not one of them a member of the fairer sex. From what I've heard, your good friend Captain Standish is of a formidable length and girth. My only guess is that you save the stories of your intimate relationships for the boudoir. This must explain why all of your letters back to me are so boring and often have no stories at all. I must admit, I often read your letters before retiring for the night, as I find that they often hasten a visit from the Sandman. But let's not dwell on the past, but instead look to Apollo for what the future holds. Word has come that you found a new pied-à-terre in the land of the Oaks. I was thrilled to hear the news as I had gotten word that your former neighborhood was very dangerous. Why? Over the past several years, I've read many newspaper accounts of men who travel from far and wide to find their fortune in California only to never be heard from again. They include a Filipino man, a Korean man, some Chinese man, a Japanese man, a few black men, two Cambodian men, a deaf man, a Vietnamese man, a Laotian man, another Chinese man, a man of unknown ethnic origin, an Indian man, and a genie. Well, my candle line has begun to flicker, and my hand has grown weary. I do hope we soon see an end to this cursed pandemic that has ravaged both our nation and the world. The same holds true for the current occupant of the house located at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Both of these wicked forces of nature have come at a great cost to the soul of this nation. Both you and I have suffered at the hands of this deadly disease. For instance, I lost some very important people in my life, and you haven't been able to drop your seed. We all make sacrifices, I suppose. Either way, I long for the day when it is safe to see each other again. Until then, we must continue on our different paths. As for me, I'll take the stairway that leads to heaven. And, as always, you 
and go to hell. Boys and girls, let's start the show. Let's catch up with Mike and Joe. Mike's in Oakland, Joe's in L.A. Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over 15 years and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do. Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That's what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. How the hell are you, Mike Lawson? Here we are. Episode 300. Yeah, this is a milestone. Milestone. Uh, what a funny bit that you started this episode with. Oh, too. that was very. Thank funny. you. Uh, thank you. I know. Thank, I worked very hard on it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had it, it planned it for shows. weeks. Yeah, I've had it planned for weeks. Uh, it was hard to keep it a secret. Yeah, uh, it was great. Uh, Good job. Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mike Lawson. It's so fun. I feel. I feel. Um, uh, with uh, episode three hundred, I feel. I, I haven't corrected you because I know you hate being corrected, right? But I feel yeah. for episode 300, we should, we should, and I know they're going to be very painful to, to admit. It's time to change the, out, the intro to we've been friends for over 20 years. Is that true? It is. It is. Gross. That's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that we've been friends for that long. It's just gross that I feel like yeah. when I met you, I was 20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay, we've been friends for over 20 years. 20 years, Mike Lawson. 20, 20 Every 20 single years. week we call one another. Yep, and we catch up. Uh, well, no, that's not true because I actually tried calling you earlier in the week. You rejected you my call and then sent me a text message that had nothing to do like, hey, why'd you call? Um, I don't remember what happened. Did you call like it was during work hours or something? Yeah, I, I, did, call, I, I did call. I couldn't talk. Around. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about something. What was it? It was something that was super, super funny. I can't remember what it is. But you know what's so interesting? Here we are, Mike Lawson. It's episode 300. Yeah. And uh, we are going to do a very special retrospective. I'm working on it. And by working on it, I've procrastinated on emailing the people who are going to be working on it. And uh, But we are going to do a very special. You know what's so funny? So I have someone, Sophie. She's going through and she is listening to all re-listening, I'll be honest with you, to all the old mini episodes, you know, uh, yeah. to get content from there. And she was reminding me on bits uh, that we did. you remember that there was a, a time when I kept bringing to you a story about a clown? Yeah. At a birthday party, and you would never choose that story. I've forgotten, and I think that ran for like a really long time. Uh, the- yeah, I don't remember what it was exactly, but it was it was some sort of like pedophile clown. 
that got arrested. Yeah, for- you're right. I think that's what it was. I think like pedophile clown arrested at children's birthday party or something yeah. like that. I should have gone. You would think I would have done research in the two weeks <laughs> since we've been here. You actually probably never read the story. <laughs> no, 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 no. We eventually did. I, I was telling Sophie, I remember that eventually you did choose the story, right? You did choose the story because I had only ever read the headline. <clears throat> And so I finally read the story and it was like really depressing. <laughs> like the headline made it seem kind of promising, but the actual story was like really depressing. We were like, oh, yeah. that was not as funny as we thought it was going to be. It kind of whimpered out. Now, uh, Mike Lawson, what I was going to say, though, you know, we're here at a milestone. We're at episode 300 of Catching Up. Can you believe? Did you ever think when we started this in... 1982 that we would still be doing this so many years later i mean i didn't think of that when we started it but i'm not surprised i mean this is we've gotten to a place where it's like very low effort Mm -hmm. you know it's just easy to do we've created Mm -hmm. uh created friends in Mm -hmm. a weird way out of it you know Mm -hmm. people listen Mm -hmm. and you know, I stay in touch in a weird way with some people who yeah. I probably wouldn't if we didn't have this. So I I like it, and I'm glad that we do it. Wait, hold on for a second. I just realized something right now. I, I just realized right now that I texted you, and I need to deal with this right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to come back. Breaking news. Mike Lawson has a fucking hot-ass Twitter follower. Who the fuck was that? That t- you wrote something I didn't understand about diabetes, like Boku and Bikau, and I was like, I don't know what this is. But some hot ass guy was like, Oh, I do this with my diabetes drugs, and I was like, Who is this? Who is that? Do you know him? Um, you're gonna have to be more specific because I got. I know. You know, his name's Mario. He responses. His name's Mario. Oh yeah, and all he tweets is numbers. I think I don't think oh, really? I follow him. I think he follows me, but... Oh, guys, this guy Mario that follows Mike Lawson, what a hot little number he is. Oh, my God. I was enthralled when I saw Mike. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's from Spain. I I don't know the guy. Give out his at. Give out his at. What is it? Um, Mario, uh, Conejos, C-O-N-E-J-O-S. Yeah. Mario Rabbits. mostly in Spanish. Yeah. Mario Rabbits. This Mario Rabbits is so hot. Holy shit. He should get an OnlyFans. I would, I would pay whatever. I would fork over whatever he wanted if he had an OnlyFans. Text him and tell him. I'm going to message him and tell him like, whatever you want, I will give you in only for OnlyFans. Um, I don't, I don't know him, so. I don't anyway, know anything about it. I, I need to do that breaking news. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> you moved. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just now recovering from it. Like uh-huh. my body, I'm an old man. Like, A, it was physically demanding. B, it was mentally exhausting. Like mm-hmm. just kind of living mm-hmm. in limbo, but also like, planning like this has to go then this has to be done then Mm -hmm. do that this just was a lot and so Mm -hmm. getting here it feels really good Mm -hmm. but i should also tell you metaphorically but also just like literally like i'm no longer tiptoeing around like the it's a a weird thing to say but like the ground here is um 
my floor is cement. So it's like sturdy and solid and it just feels good to kind of be on sturdy, solid ground where mm-hmm. before I was on a squeaky old wood floor that I felt like if I moved at the wrong hour, I was annoying somebody and that's just gone. But also like if I do annoy somebody right now, I'm paying my fair share to do that. So deal with it. Whereas mm-hmm. before I wasn't paying my fair share, I was in someone else's home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like all of that is gone. So it feels good. I'm in a good, happy place. Let's go through this chapter in verse. Cause that's what I want to do. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm known in for a, doing. Yeah. In a weird way. Like it's, mm-hmm. I live with two other people that are in the same situation as me. So it's kind of like, I live in a building and I just happen to know what kind of shampoo my neighbor uses because we share a bathroom. Do you know what I mean? It's not Mm -hmm. like we're up in each other's business or anything. We say hello in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. That's it. Uh, What if, what if they're cooking when you want to cook? How does that work out? Then I wait. Oh, I mean, it's not like, I mean, then I wait. I don't know. I haven't had that problem. I mean, but I feel we're jumping I've, the gun. I feel we're jumping the gun. If I can, yeah. if, I, if I may, let's okay. go back to where you were. Okay. Let's yeah. go back to where you were in Oakland with <clears throat> your old roommates. How did the end of the move out process go? Was there any drama so, there? I had some anxiety about saying goodbye to them. I told yeah. you about mm-hmm. part of me just worried. Like a, I was worried that I would <clears throat> overdo it and be like, overly emotional and they'd be like okay goodbye yeah but then be on the flip side i was worried that i would underdo it and Mm -hmm. i would not kind of acknowledge that i've lived in their house for seven years and been friends with them for seven years well so well i mean i don't know it just i just worried about it so i ended up writing everyone a letter okay Uh, each one a letter or just one letter for the whole house one letter for Mario, one letter for Alex, and one letter for Ricardo. So just the three men. Okay. And I said nice things. Each letter ended with something sort of like, um, well, now we're not roommates. We're just friends or mm-hmm. something. You know, like, mm-hmm. keep in touch. KIT, yeah. have a good summer. Yeah. Um, and so that was fine. Uh, I also talked to all of them kind of in the days leading up to my exit, sort of logistically like, hey, I'm going to be doing this at, you know, 9 a.m. on Saturday or on Sunday. I know you're <laughs> usually asleep, so I'll try to be quiet, but just mm-hmm. be prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, and then when I actually left, because they were all asleep when I left, I didn't mm-hmm. see any of them my very last day. Mm-hmm. And... And that could be intentional. They kind of stayed out of my way as I was getting everything out of the place. Mm -hmm. But when I left, I sent a text message to, we have like a group text for the house, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I dropped a text in there and Mm -hmm. I said, you know, I'm out. Everything's clean. I know I have one more round of utilities. So hit me up when, you know, you know how much I owe for that and I'll send it over right away. Mm -hmm. And I left my key here and goodbye, goodbye. That's done and done. Mm-hmm. And Mario sent something nice to the group. Alex said something nice to the group. Oh, here it comes. And then, and what's funny is, I would say the best relationship I have is Ricardo, right? Mm-hmm. Ricardo in the group. So I sent this like long text 
all the details. Yeah. Mario sent nice things, blah, blah, blah. Alex mm. said nice things. He said, I love you. Like all these oh nice my things. Gosh. Ricardo replied, goodbye. <laughs> That's mm. it. Just, <laughs> Just good one, one word. word goodbye. Uh-huh. Whatever. So it's done though. Like, I don't feel like I owe in, well, aside from, you know, the last light bill, I don't feel like I owe anything. Mm-hmm. I feel relieved of that. I didn't, I, I don't know if I told you, I don't, oh, we did not talk about this. I took an extra day. So I actually moved out on the second, but I didn't pay anything for this month's rent. Mm-hmm. And I also did not ask for my security deposit back. I kind of just thought, I mean, seven years, you're going to have to put a new coat of paint in here. You probably should redo the floors. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot that should happen. And I certainly wear and tear that I put into it, yes. But I kind of just thought it's a wash. Mm -hmm. But I was anxious because what if he said, like, because I just told him I'm moving out on the second. And I was worried he would be (laughs) like, well, we can prorate for one day. And Mm -hmm. so I was kind of preparing myself. If he told me I owed him for that extra day, I would, I was going to bring up my security deposit and kind of say like, well, you can take it out of the security deposit before you give me that back. Mm -hmm. Because technically I do think I'm owed that deposit, right? Legally. Yes. because He has to give me a bill saying like, here are the things you damaged. So we're keeping it. No, but I think also legally there is some weird thing where, I can't, I don't remember. I remember a friend of mine had to sue about her security deposit and um, she had lived there for quite a number of years. And I remember the judge saying, well, you were going to have to put in a new coat of paint anyway. You were going to have to do this anyway. I remember that was a big part of it. Yeah. So I know this from people's court. Yeah. It's a common sort of like problem where people move out and they're fighting over Mm -hmm. who owes what and stuff. So I'm happy to walk away. I don't need the security deposit. I feel like, you know, take it, use it to make that place better. Yeah. That's fine. I live there plenty. I'm happy to say that that's kind of something that I gave them. And it worked out really nice because when I said I was leaving on the second, Alex was like, take your time. So I felt like if if I left furniture there for like an extra week or something, yeah. I would have been. I don't think they would have given me a hard time about it. But I did get a little anxious about that. Mm-hmm. And so that so, and that was your last contact with him. The last thing you ever heard yeah. from Ricardo was goodbye. Yes. Mario and I have text messaged a little bit. Okay. In fact, it's mm-hmm. kind of nice. I mean, I feel like I was avoiding interacting with Mario a little bit because mm-hmm. if I send him a text message and say, like, how was your date? Mm-hmm. He's going to knock on my door and then I'm going to have to talk to him for a half an hour. Yeah. But now I can text him and that's that I can control kind of the interaction a little bit better. Mm-hmm. He's not going to just show up in my, in my, in my room and come talk to me, you know? Um, it, it sort of reminds me of my relationship with like the Princeton review or with pride 48 is that once you leave, it's sort of when you're not in the drama, it sort of becomes fun to hear the drama. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, totally. I, I've already texted Mario to ask him like to tell me when they move people into the the room I was in because I'm curious what they're going to turn it into. Yeah. Uh, Alex is working from home mm-hmm. and he needs some office space, so I feel like they're gonna. I don't know that they're turning my room into an office, but they're gonna at least put something 
they're going to have to do some stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm just curious what's going to happen. I also feel bad because I know they'll probably put kids next to Mario. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to deal with that. I think his days are numbered there too. Now, my next prejunta is so then you move to this new place, right? You move yeah. to the new place. What was that move in process like? Simple pimple. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything fits nicely. I need to kind of buy some new furniture. I'm sort of in temporary stuff. I'm getting rid of this mm-hmm. shitty chair. I'm getting rid of yeah. this desk stuff. And I mean, I buy something that fits in the, the space properly. Because mm-hmm. I, before, I don't, I forget what we've talked about. Sorry if I'm repeating. I do that a lot. But I w- had this huge conference room table that I used as a desk slash where I ate all my meals slash, you know, everything was on this big ass table and it would not fit in this space. Um, or it would fit, but it would like take up the whole, I couldn't fit my bed. Yeah. Yeah. So I am going to kind of buy some stuff and in a weird blessing, kind of what I want, I'm going to get some Ikea stuff what I want is not currently available because of COVID Mm -hmm. like there, there's a big weight on some stuff. Mm -hmm. So I kind of built my room. They have like a room planner where you type in all the dimensions, Mm -hmm. even like the window space from the ceiling to the window and the closets and all this Ikea. Oh, okay. All right. And so I've made the room and then you could kind of like rearrange everything. And Mm -hmm. even with no energy, I'm like, you know what? would my bed even fit in this other corner? So you could kind of like move stuff around because everything's measured out. So I could kind of see like, oh, it would fit, but it's like the door won't open all the way, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I'm like rearranging stuff and I'm going to buy some stuff soon to kind of complete it. But other than kind of that, that's kind of a next step. Other than that, I'm settled in and pretty comfortable. Now, uh, now your roommates, have you interacted with them much at all? Yeah, a bit. Um, I went to Target with one of them yesterday. <gasps> we, oh, well, wow. we went for a walk. It's like, I live nearish a Target. Mm-hmm. Um, so we walked there and talked and got to know her a bit. The guy is a little bit socially awkward and I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of like, struggles to make eye contact kind of awkward mm-hmm. and it's good do you think he has it's a good. podcast where he's talking about he has a roommate now who's new and he's socially awkward and he loves it maybe it's possible i don't think i'm that i'm not the same kind of awkward though i feel like i'm anxious but i like can say hello <laughs> you know uh do they know you do a podcast no why would they Okay. Well, you have a giant microphone in your room. Yeah, this comes off though. So, like oh. when we hang up, I actually take the oh, you arm off. Well, I mean, I it's not hard. Like I can lift it out in it. Yeah, yeah. I think this one it's does just too, the arm part. I just never take it. And out, I set yeah. it aside, so it's not because oh. you can't tell. But my TV is here, so like this would be very oh. not a good way to watch TV and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. You just gave me an idea though, because I'm actually going to be re reorganizing my room very soon as well. And uh, I should actually, for days that I'm really lazy, because now I have a plethora of microphones. All of a sudden, they all came in one day. Thank you, Devin. Put McKay. one in. Thank you, Lord. Put one Robinson. in every corner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll just have one in my room, and I just want to just. If I just don't want to fucking deal and like 
it's if I just want to lay in my bed and be like, hello, I, I might do catching up from the bed. I'm not even joking. That might be a thing one day. So this isn't the bedroom that you're in. This is a separate office. This is an office. I like the office. Actually, to be honest with you, uh, Taylor the Latte Boy, I don't know if you know him, a renowned uh, mental health professional. Taylor of course Latte I Boy. know him, yeah. Award-winning. Award-winning mental health professional. Uh, winner of the crazy, which is weird. They called the award the crazy, but anyway. Uh, it's an acronym, though. Yeah. So it makes sense. This, yeah. The, co- <laughs> the college ready. Anyway. Uh, he told me that he admires my sleep hygiene. Now I've never consciously thought of it, but it's one of these things where I really, I don't watch much television. I have a tele, which is funny. I have a better television in my bedroom than I do in the office, but, um, I don't watch much television in in my bedroom and my bedroom is mostly for sleeping. I'm, I'm starting. So I, in my current setup, I cannot really comfortably watch TV in my bed. And mm-hmm. I think I'm okay with that. I need to stop bringing my phone into my bed, though. Like, I don't even, I don't want to sit there and do the scroll. Yeah. I need to get over that. My problem right now is I use, like, Calm or Headspace. Oh, yeah. And so I I kind of like having that in the bed because I turn it off. I usually wake up at, like, you know, 2 a.m. And I'm like, I don't need the sound of rain anymore. Shut up. Mm-hmm. And so I'll yeah. turn it off. But. I don't know. Maybe do I'm you find excuses. question with the sound of rain thing? I do find is because I actually for that I use Amazon Prime. So I do use my TV for this. Actually, <laughs> probably what I use my TV the most for. Amazon Prime has the Sleep Well channel. Okay, the Amazon okay. Prime video, and they have a, 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 a an array of different sounds and whatnot that you can do. And one of the new is a gentle midnight rain. Mm-hmm. And I find even on hot days that when I play rain. It makes me feel a few degrees cooler. Do you find that to be the case? No, I haven't. I haven't really realized that. Maybe I'll look at, I'll think about it. I do, I do city rain. So it kind of has like traffic noises and very, very, very light traffic noises, honks. People talking. Oh, which one is that? Where's that? I like that. It's on calm. It's on calm. Oh, it is. I'll just find it because you know that the Amazon Prime has um because what what Sleepwell Channel does is they actually record nine hours of it. There's no loops, okay? It's actually yeah. nine hours of it, and so they have like nine hours above Forty Second Street, New York City, on this date, right? And so you'll hear like, no, I don't need that, right? If it would, but if it's just like subtle like street noises and stuff like that, I'm okay with that. You would like this one then. One mm-hmm. thing that I've heard people complain about kind of in like the uh, reviews for these sleep apps is people can notice the loop. Yeah. I have, I mean, I've been on ones where it's like very clearly a 30 second loop and there's a pause in between every 30 seconds. But for the most part, I'm not noticing. Oh, loops, I 100% so. noticed a loop and it keeps me up. I'm like, the loop's coming, the yeah. loop's coming, the loop's coming. That's why I like that the sleep well one. It's like, no, we literally just recorded for nine hours a rainstorm in Texas. Well, try the – you have Calm, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. You have oh, yeah, but I use Calm. I use the Calm stories. Alan Sklar is my main jam. Alan try Sklar the is my guy. You might like City Rain, but mm-hmm. tell me if there's a loop because I, I can't promise there isn't Yeah, since I don't recognize it. 
Well, this has been uh, speaking of the Sleepwell channel. <laughs> I know because now that you have your new smooth sound setup, we're just both like, "Hi, everyone! It's Joe Batanz here, Mike Lawson. We're talking about sleep hygiene today yeah. here on Catching." We've up been putting you to sleep for three hundred episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. What's up with you? I'm the Mike Lawson today. I don't. I I legit have not really left the house in uh, at least a week. At least. Uh, if anyone listens to this Joe Batanz there in the audience and they can remember stories I told for this most recent week, please tell me because I don't remember any. I will tell you one right now. Yeah. Is Lori Roggenkamp. No, no, we'll, we'll get to her in a second. <clears throat> Do you know who Aiden Deem is? Yeah. He turned me on to this. Uh, we started playing this game where it's a a, a face it's called face app and you can morph faces into one new face. Like what your like basically blended faces look like. Yeah. And we were just laughing up a storm at the different ones. And in fact, the reason I played Mbop was because um, we were doing everybody we know. Okay. Actually, we never did you, which I should probably do. But um, the reason I played Mbop is Aiden morphed sweet Michael and Cameron. Right. Yeah. And I, so I'm going to send you the copy. I know this is a visual thing. And so people who aren't at home, maybe I'll post them on, uh, on the discord on the cat, go to the catching up discord on Monday. Uh, and I'll, I'll show you what they look like, but he posted, um, uh, <laughs> sweet Michael and Cameron. I'm going to send it to you right now. Um, and it was so funny. I, I, I said it looked like, a uh, uh, the, the fourth Hanson brother. And uh, that's why I'm sending you right now. Um, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, I mean, we've been laughing hysterically. Like, of course, one of the ones we did was we combined me and Lori, right? We combined yeah. me and Lori. I can send you that right now. Um, honestly, the me and Lori one is. Um, it's what yeah. I imagine. <laughs> that's so crazy. I mean, it just looks like a real person. Yeah, that's what that's everybody what's says. What's, what everyone should know, what's really crazy is it doesn't, you know, some of these face blending ones, it looks like so fake, right? This one looks like a, a, a whole other new person, like a real human being yeah. that you would know. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It doesn't yeah. look like either of you, though. It kind of just looks like a an independent well, I can God. send you the original of me. Uh, I'll, I'll send you. Here's one of like, here's me and Barack this Obama. Guy a tr- this guy has a, a truck who's going to help me move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, and yeah. I found him on Craigslist. We've been doing that. We've been doing it the whole time. So I sent you go, me and Barack Obama. Wow. wow, this is a good app. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. Cameron and Sweet Michael, I feel like sweet michael makes cameron a little bit better and cameron makes sweet michael a little bit worse yeah oh yeah 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 that's, and that's what you find that's what you find so it's funny that you say that so i show these to Lori, right the one of you and her i show you all the different all ones well actually what really happened was we combined carlo and Lori, right we combined Carlo and Lori, and we got this. I'm sending it to you right Beauty now. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I, we combined Carlo and Lori, right? And wow, uh, yeah. And so I go. You know what? I told Aiden. I go. 
I'm going to play a joke on Lori. By the way, real quick, I just called her a beast, and I didn't mean that. I just meant because she's tall and bigger, yeah, yeah. and he's small and petite. That's okay. what I meant. Here's I what I'll say. Is, uh, Go on. Oh, she's a beast. So uh, so we get so everyone should know it's a very it, it looks like a very pretty lesbian to me, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I send it to her and I go, this uh, this chick wrote to me. She thinks you're hot, right? What do you think of her? And what's so funny is what lesbians look at or women look like. She goes, that's not a, that's a man. What women has an Adam's apple? I was like, oh, oh. I, I never look at that. <laughs> but anyway, there's I go, a. There's a TikTok trend where women are, or not women necessarily, people are sort of uh, doing this, but they're changing mm-hmm. their friends into the opposite gender mm-hmm. and sending the photo to them. And yeah. then they screen grab kind of the conversation. So it's like, hey, have you ever met this guy? And mm-hmm. it's just the friend as a male. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Sometimes they'll say like, no, but he's hot. Or <laughs> who is it? It looks familiar. Stuff like that. Well, what's funny is when you combine people like uh, Sweet Michael and Carlo, uh, it made this like brand new beautiful person um, who strangely, even though neither one is Japanese, looks half Japanese. I'm going to have to find that picture. Um, but uh, anyway, so I, I, I sent it to Lori and then I fess up to Lori, right? I sa- I tell her, I go, uh, oh, let me send you the, I'm sending you the. Sweet Michael and Carlo one. Uh, I fess up to Lori. I say, look, oh, this is what we did. And she goes, oh, do me a favor, she says. Um, do me and Star. She goes, I'll send you a picture of me. I'll send you a picture of Star. Okay. I was like, okay. Yeah. So um, so I'm going to send you first a picture she sent of Star. Oh, actually, the first round. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll send you the picture she sent of Star. Here's the picture she sent of Star. And then I'm going to send okay. you the pic. Oh, by the way, everyone who's listening, this is on Discord as of as of as soon as we finish recording this, right? And then I'll send you the picture she sent of me. Oh, that she sent me. Okay. Uh, right? Okay. So I see star. You see star, and I'm sending you Lori now. And then okay. I send her the blended picture back, which is this right here. Send it to you right now. Okay. You got it? Yeah. I mean, it. it's funny, but... <laughs> Lori is horrified. Lori described it as a, what a sixth grade teacher who's trying to sext her student looks like when she sends a sexy picture. <laughs> and she's horrified. And she's like, why do we look so old? Why do we look so old? She's so horrified by this, right? So yeah. she goes, I'm, I, I'm afraid to show it to Star. I'm afraid to show it to Star. Don't go, show it to Star. That's what I say. I go, don't show it to her. Bye. Right. So I'm talking to her. I yeah. go, did you? She goes. She goes. Yeah, I showed it to Star. She was convinced. She is convinced. Star refused to believe that's her and Lori. She is convinced that I combined me and Lori, and that's really me and Lori. No. No, it's because and and we're. I mean, it's one. It's the same background that of the picture of Star. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, so crazy. How did it do the eyebrows and everything? Like, how did it know that she was wearing glasses? Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It's really, really, really weird. So now Star is convinced. This. this is fun. Yeah, Star is convinced that uh, uh, I I did this. This is how boring my life is. 
That's one of my stories. Uh, remind me when we're hanging up to go download it. FaceApp. FaceApp. Yeah, give the Russians and Chinese your uh, all your information. I already figured they. I I struggled with this. I'm like they already have it anyway. Yeah, I mean, what what's there to know? <laughs> what's there to know? I, you know. Yeah, I, I I can't think of. I really haven't left the house. I have no stories. I have zero stories. Yeah. Hope the Russians don't find out. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, this is what the Russians want to know about all this. How I downloaded an app and played with around with it you know speaking of since we're on here whoa my gosh i just knocked something over i literally just found this out so we were playing this game aiden and i've been playing we've been playing several games actually maybe you can help with one okay you used to work at starbucks right yeah okay so you know aiden works at starbucks now okay and to so he usually calls me on his way to work or from work or whatever so we talk about starbucks a lot and we originally came up with a game where I where I would choose a menu item, and if somebody uh, ordered that menu item during the day at work, then I would have to do something. Right? It would be a variety of things. One of them, I have to. The, the latest one that I've, he's not won yet is I have to whisper whatever he says on the. And I have to work in a, like a weird phrase into a, a podcast, something like that, like that kind of stuff. Okay. And we've gotten kind of bored of that one. So I've actually found online uh, Starbucks crew bingo of like stupid shit customers oh. say. So I think that's the yeah. new version of what we're doing. Um, but in, in talking, we've also been doing this thing where we recommend like he's the one that recommended me to watch Avatar The Last Airbender, which is great. Everyone should watch it. Forget the fact that it's a kid show. It's if you like fantastic storytelling, it's great world building, it's great storytelling, fantastic show, right? So I've been watching that. He's a big fan. Oh, is he really? And um, I assigned him Sunset Boulevard, which he watched and he liked. Okay. I also assigned him Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which he loved but didn't finish in time for his rental to finish. You know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I know. I would have watched it twice, but okay. That's what I say too, right? Uh, I watched it once before he even finished watching it, right? So anyway, he claims he's going to finish watching it. But anyway, so we we were talking about it today. And I don't know how from we were talking about the different movies. What we I was saying, oh, you might like this. You might like that, blah, 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 blah. And um, somehow Fred Willard came up. Oh, I know what we were talking about, about how Pee Wee had that children's show and he lost it all because of the jerking off in the porn theater. And I go, it's so funny how times have changed because a few years ago it was embarrassing, but Fred Willard didn't lose his career for the same thing, you know, Uh, and now he died. You could argue it changed its trajectory, but sure. Yeah, yeah. He didn't didn't lose everything. Yeah. So, uh, but in talking about that, I was trying to explain to him who Fred Willard was and stuff. And I mentioned Waiting for Guff. Oh, he had earlier said, what is a TV show or movie you wish you could watch again with brand new eyes? Right? And I was tr- I was struggling to think of it, right? And I mentioned Waiting for Guffman and Best in Show later with Fred Willard. I go, oh, he's from, he's like, I've never seen those. And I was like, you've never seen Waiting for Guffman? I'm all, there you go. Those are two movies yeah. I wish I could watch again like they were brand new. Waiting for Guffman, I'm curious. I mean, I loved that when I was in high school. Do you know what I mean? Like the end of high school. So like, it's been a minute. <laughs> what are I was you waiting I for. I was, while I was waiting for the joke. So he might like it. Oh no no no! <laughs> I it's just been so long that yeah. 
you know how sometimes like those things were good, but then when mm-hmm. you rewatch them, you're like, oh, that's cringe true. here, or it just doesn't hold up. Best in show though, uh-huh. solid. I feel like start to finish, that's a funny ass movie. Yeah. Um, Waiting for Guffman, there's a lot of nostalgia wrapped up in it that I don't know how good it is. Mm-hmm. Although Parker Posey at the DQ, man, yeah. so good. It's yeah. it's good. Uh, and those I'll... are all on Hulu now. Oh, they are? Yeah. All oh. the Christopher Guest movies. So Best in Show, oh. Waiting for Guffman, uh, 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 Mighty Wind, Consideration, oh, Mighty Wind. Wind. Okay. I'll tell them that they're on Hulu. That's great. Okay. Awesome. My uh. boss was telling me that the there's is it a movie called mascots or something and the character that christopher guest plays in waiting for guffman corky mm-hmm. st Clair, mm-hmm. that same character is in this mask he plays that same character in mascots same oh. guy same history same world and everything mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have to look at that i don't know if it's a tv show or a movie or what but mm-hmm. he just told me that yesterday so i'm gonna look that up oh, interesting and i'll tell aiden uh, that best in show that they're on Hulu. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. I also Joey. So Big Brother started. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way, I'm on a Big Brother podcast that's not part of Afterthought Media called But First. Oh wait, so, wait, wait, wait! You're on this regularly? Yeah, every week. It's a weekly oh, show. I thought I thought well, I know it is, but I didn't know you were on it every week. I thought you would go one time. I'll do this every week. No, it's. I mean, there's a lot of voices on it, so it's not like. The the recording time is solid, so if you can't make it a week, mm-hmm. that's fine because there's mm-hmm. a lot of other hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you should check that out if you're a Big Brother fan. Um, but what I was going to tell you is I started watching season one of mm-hmm. Big Brother. Yeah. And it's weird if you are a Big Brother person, but even if you're not, they do a lot of talk about how isolation is fucking with them. They interview them uh, with kind of like a therapist. Well, Dr. Drew comes in. They have like a AOL specialist who kind of mm-hmm. talks about how people are actually talking online about this TV show that's happening mm-hmm. and the feeds. And, you know, it's all so new. Uh, Internet is new, but then Big Brother is new. And they have real challenges about kind of like budgeting their money for food and mm-hmm. Stuff like it's just a different game in the beginning. Um, from what I'm told, it's a lot like Big Brother in a lot of other countries, mm-hmm. but in America, we have to like put them in a hot tub and you know mm-hmm. have a million dollar prize to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. So, if you're interested, I would say check that out. I got the CBS All Access Pass so I can watch Big Brother, and they have the current season of Big Brother that's happening right now, and they have all the seasons on there. So I went back in. I'm catching it. Question. Uh, according to Sweet Michael, who watches Big Brother and is also knows Cameron, he says one of the guys, we always often do this, people that Cameron would look like if he went down a different road. Yeah, Tyler. Says, oh, yeah. Is that who it is? Yeah. I mean, part of it is just the hair alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler is like body oddy oddy though. Like he's got – a lot of the people on this show are – super fit and Mm -hmm. you know really good there he has some like yeah i mean why do i have to shit he's a he's a good looking guy so and cameron i think is a decent looking guy too like i i know we've talked about how he's changed in the past couple years but i i see it 
Uh, well, look, the foundation's there. This is what he's doing to himself. Now, by the way, uh, I gotta say this. This Aiden. He sent me a picture yesterday for this face app thing. We were playing a game. Yeah. We were playing a different game yesterday. All we do is play. We're like Big Brother. We just play games uh, yeah. where we would blend our own faces with a celebrity, and you would win a prize if you could guess who the celebrity was. Sure. Uh, and uh, he bled, He sent me the picture of him for for the blend, and I was like, "Oh my god, why is he even like? I don't get. The, why would he ever be into me? I don't understand it at all." It's a good picture of Aiden, you're saying. All pictures of Aiden are good, but this was a particularly, I was like, hubba hubba. Uh, did you, I took a picture of Rishi on his birthday. Mm-hmm. You sent it to me. It was, he's that? cute, yeah. Yeah, I. he really hates the photo. He's the kind oh, of he person does? that hates Why? photos of, He, oh, he just yeah. hates photos of himself, you so know, those I. kind of people. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, I celebrated his birthday with him last week, and that mm-hmm. was really nice. I'm we're, I think we're growing some into something. I think something. Oh, really? Be, yeah, I'm just like really enjoying my time with him, and I, I'm realizing it's not just. Wait, that's Aiden. Yeah. Why did I imagine him as like with braces and blonde hair? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and like kids his age can grow facial hair. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. Um, yeah, it is. It actually is a really good picture. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so that's my, that's kind of all I have. I just told you all my stories. I moved. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching big brother living the dream, man. I love that episode 300 is one of the worst episodes we've ever done. <laughs> no, you know what? You're not, you're not right though, Joey. They're all bad. Like, I feel like this is, <laughs> this is like the level that we give and that's why yeah. people come, you know? Well, no, it's, yeah, not yeah. The, it's not the biggest audience, but this is what people are here for. Well, so. you know, it's what, you know, I, when I was speaking of it, I was talking to Sophie, you know, cause we rarely, especially now with afterthought, people are talking about a bunch of other shows. They're talking about the Sydney gays. They're talking about drag race recap. They're talking about all kinds of shows, right? And this show holds a special, you know, I actually had a, this is a legit conversation I had with Adam Vaught. And don't get sad, people, it requires a lot here. But I legit said that if I won, if I became super wealthy all of a sudden, or like, let's say I won the lottery. Yeah. And I was like, I was, I made a joke. I said, oh, that could be finally done with Afterthought Media, right? And mm-hmm. Adam Vaught was like, not true. You would 100% still do podcasts. But li- honestly, I would just do, I said I would do drag race recap, but only like I would pull a tailor and only do the main season, you know, mm-hmm. and I go and I would still do catching up. That's why Taylor does it. He's super wealthy. You don't know this, but yeah. he's rolling. In yeah. it. I think you're right. I feel like, I mean, if finances were different, maybe you would pay someone to do the work too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I said that I go, no, no, I said that. I'm going to tell you something. I've saved this Canada's drag race. Everyone's telling me, Oh, it's so good. It seems foreign to, I haven't watched it because it's become this thing where RuPaul's Drag Race, I associate with work. It's no longer a show I watch for fun. It's a show I watch for work. So the thought of watching a a drag race show not for work is odd to me. And just, it just is not the front of my mind, but I will watch it. But I was telling someone it will be great 
to be able just to play Animal Crossing while having RuPaul's Drag Race on in the background, not having to pay, not having to like listen to every word and every notice, right every notes. nuance. Just watch it. Just watch it to watch it. And um, and then listen to Canada's Drag Race right here on Afterthought Media with Ben Anderson and Fraser York. Uh, it comes out every day. In fact, I think the taping right now, actually. So I watched, uh, um, or I listened to Sydney Gaze with you uh, and Lori, the uh-huh. revamp. I think yeah. it's a good idea for you to do it every year because I will listen to it every year for sure. Yeah, it is. It, I, I, I've been thinking about it because I think we made it through about four minutes of the show in an hour. And I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if I can do the whole thing. But this second time around, I'm, I feel like the first time you did it, I didn't know what I was getting into. Yeah. yeah. Now I can sort of criticize it with you because I know there are characters and I know, I, I know more about it that I feel more comfortable going along for the ride. Well, that's the thing too, is we can do four minutes. I don't have to go like, we have to get through this. If we, cause it's, it's, it is a limited series. It's not going to be, I yeah. want to do it once a year and look forward to it. I don't want to be like, Oh my God, another 26 weeks. Of no, no, it's going to be limited. And someone suggested, well, then just get through however you get through in those number of episodes and then stop and pick it up again where you left off last year, next year, Yeah, you know, and it would uh, be nice to hear that the content that I didn't hear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you have something new, but Mm -hmm. I mean, what if you only got through one of those this year and then save the other for next year? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking of doing, even though like the way at the rate we're going, man, I don't know. I don't even know if we'll make it past the first episode. (laughs) Even have we the, met all the hosts yet? I feel like <laughs> they haven't I, yeah. even introduced. Oh, each I other. know. Yeah, they, they. Yeah, we're just at um at right now for those listening. We're at Jay's uh, pit of the week, and I know, I know the way Lori and I are. The pit of the week next week. It's the one about paying the rent. Yeah, is going to be the whole episode. It's going to be the whole episode. Now, I can really tell you, whatever that story, it's going to be the entire episode. It's just Jay's pit of the week. I already know it. I don't know. We'll see how it is. Maybe it's a special we visit time and time or whatever. Maybe we, maybe we jump around. Maybe we just jump to that interview we didn't do. I don't know. We can do whatever we want. Um, oh, anyway, so I was talking to Sophie, and uh, she told me that Catching Up is her go-to show. It's her go-to show. And that she's listened to the entire run multiple times. Oh, wow. And and she talked about it on the Discord and uh, Drew Brooks was saying that he's just started and went gone back. And by the way, everyone should know, because this has been asked a couple of times, and maybe I'll post this on Patreon. Episodes 1 through 277 of Catching Up are 100% available wherever you get your podcast. They're still there. They're just archived. I was actually thinking we should put, when we do the retrospective, we should maybe put the retrospective on the free feed. Uh, really? With a commercial? saying Yeah, with can- a yeah. Like, hey, the, the, the show's still going. You have access to the free feed? I have I? access. No, I have access. Well, we both do. Okay. I can give you the well, I mean, like, do I need to help in any way? I don't know. I no. haven't touched anything. No. I actually just, because of Sophie's, you know, I went in there and I just did some cleaning of the house. There's something I had to talk to you about afterwards, blah, 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 blah. And, um, uh, yeah, so. Okay. Um, anyway, um, but anyway, 300 episodes, Mike Lawson, can you believe it? I was thinking I, at one point I was like, do we get current afterthought hosts to call in and congratulate us? And I was like, no, I'm, I was thinking about asking Cameron to call in. That'd be funny, but he really hates that he's on the show as it is. So I'm like, no. And, and you. Yeah. 
You know what's so funny? He did it to me. The motherfucker did it to me again yesterday. I fall for it every week where he goes, hey, can you talk? And I guess if I can't talk immediately, he's like, never mind. Because yesterday I was eating yeah. dinner. And I go, give me 10 minutes. And he goes, never mind. Your dinner will be more nutritious than anything. He's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, the place I'm in now, I, like, look, me, you know this. Me five years ago, I'd have been like, I'm stopping eating dinner, yeah. you know? I'm, yeah, like, I'm on my way. Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, it's in a way a bit like how Philip and I communicate. Mm -hmm. um, and granted the emotions and the, the sort of like love that I had for him is much further back in my history than you and Cameron. But he, he, Philip sort of reaches out and was like, is, usually either in crisis or kind of like gives you a really strong ask. So I feel like I want to like drop stuff and like help him yeah. or talk, at mm -hmm. least pay attention to the conversation. Mm -hmm. But I've come to realize all I need to do is give it as much effort as I'm willing to give it. And sometimes, no, I'm not able to talk right now. Like, you know, this episode of whatever I'm watching is sometimes more important than, him in his crisis, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but like, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I'm not responsible for him in his crisis or whatever he's dealing with. So you're fine. Just give it what you need to give it or what you can give it. No, you're right. But don't you think that's a healthy approach to all relationships? It's actually, believe it or not, it's something that I've been working on with me and Aiden, believe it or not, on myself. Yeah. Is I feel in the old days when something would happen. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, is the other day. Okay. Mm -hmm. The other day uh, he called me on his way to work and we had agreed about this. He's, he's like, I'm on my way to work at 7 a.m. I'm, I'm usually up. So give me a call. Right. Yeah. So he called me. I was up and I was like, hey. And he was for whatever reason. In a pissed off fucking mood. I still to this day don't know why. Right? I still to this day don't know why. And I kept saying like, hey, is everything okay? And not kept saying, I asked a couple of times. Are you sure everything's like, yeah, I'm fine. I, I wasn't. Well, now I am in a bad mood because you, I, I wasn't in a bad mood. But now you, but he was in a bad mood, right? So I said, I was like, you know what? Uh, not mad. I was just like, I think it's, this is not a good place for us to be talking right now. Why don't you call me later? And uh, I'm not having fun in this conversation, whatever, right? Yeah. Now, old Joe, maybe even current Joe, because my natural inclination was to do this, would have been like, what's wrong with him? What, I'm obsessing about it. Texting him a hundred times. Are you okay? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I sent him one text. I said, hey, uh, Hope I sorry that call didn't go so well. Have a good day at work. We'll talk later. And I said and I said a two text and then a, a funny uh, meme. You know, yeah. Old Joe would have been then thinking about it all day. And I, I just I've learned or I'm, I shouldn't say I've learned like I'm some sort of stage. working on. I'm working on and it's been successful so far. I don't know if it continues to be successful. But it's been like, you know, that has nothing to do with me. I didn't do anything yeah. wrong, right? He has something he's working on. Who knows what it is. And even with the possibility that, oh, that's a whole other thing. I don't know if I want to talk about it here. I'll tell you in private. But like the possibility of whatever possibility is, right? 
if that's the case, that's the case. There's nothing I can do to control it, you know? Uh, so, uh, I think that that's wise. I think what happens is I'm sim, I'm in a similar sort of spot in life. I think what happens then is you just get more and more data where, you know what? It's easier to just not freak the fuck out until yeah. I know if there's something we're freaking out about. Yeah. And the more that that happens, you're creating these pathways in your brain. So then you're able to relax more. The part that I'm not, that yeah. The part that I'm not sure, it seems like we're both in a very wise place right now in the rice, in the wise pocket. The part that I'm not sure of, because I actually, I called Adam Vaught and I called Sweet Michael immediately after to say, hey, my natural inclination is to do this. What's so funny? I'm I'm calming down. So immediately after the fight, I called two people to get their confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, baby steps. So. Um, I go, because I, my, my natural inclination is to want to do this. I think I'm going to do this. How do you guys handle Because, look, Michael's with Noah, right? So he knows how to deal with this drama. <laughs> and Adam Vaught recently dated a girl who was similar, right? Yeah. And they were both giving me their insight. Adam Vaught pretty much said, I still didn't have him figured it out, right? And so anyway, so I, I did my thing and then whatever. And then later on, Aiden called. It was a perfectly good mood and never brought it up. And I, so I guess my question to you, and I don't know if this is a mistake or not, I've just never brought it up. My, again, because I've been, I'm fighting my net. Remember, did you ever see the episode of Seinfeld? Remember where like someone gets thrown out a window, something gets thrown out a window or something like that. And then George starts to do the opposite of whatever he wants to do and he becomes successful. Yeah. Remember? And, um, so my natural inclination was the next time Aiden called a big, we need to talk about this. This is more. No, I'm just sorry. I just as if nothing happened, but I don't know if that was necessarily wise. I think it's wise because what, as long as what you're saying is, if it's something we need to talk about, I trust that he will bring it up. You have nothing to talk about. Like your That's feelings true. weren't hurt. That's true. You, you know, went on and lived your life normally. True. As long as you don't realize, you know, in two weeks that he's been carrying something around yeah if that's the case then you have to figure out how you can not have that happen again but yeah. it could have just been his energy was off he was i don't know you know he just knew he was about to walk into a busy day and he wasn't relaxed into your conversation or yeah no no you're right i completely agree uh it, it, i think actually the where i come from usually where my natural inclination is a sort of form of narcissism that i think everything's about me yeah and sometimes this is not about me Believe it or not. Yeah. I I mean, for some reason, like I feel like I've explained to you mm-hmm. and your sense of humor to friends in the past. I feel like the Julianne Lanuses in my life, mm-hmm. um, digging deep, like mutual sort of acquaintances that are uncomfortable around your sense of humor. And I've sort yeah. of not defended you, but like it's been a topic of conversation, like kind of how you joke and stuff. And I feel like that's Maybe not in those words, but I would say that there's some of, I could see some of that narcissism. And so it's good that you're re- recognizing it and well, yeah, feel like you'll, you'll fight less with the world. Fight is not the exact word. It's like you'll struggle less against the world if you kind of just sit, you know, if you're content with yourself mm-hmm. and your stuff. Yeah. Good for you. I think that I'm, I'm getting there too. Trying to. Yeah. How are things with you and, and uh, Rishi? 
Does he, does he know about the podcast yet? No. Shay, tell him. That's up to you. I don't know. So tomorrow we're going to hang out. Actually, It'll mean $3 gonna... more a month for me. <laughs> we're getting haircuts tomorrow. Oh. There's a guy who does them in his backyard. Mm-hmm. Have we talked about Rishi's hair at all? Oh, we, privately we have. Yeah. He gets his haircut every other week, Joey. Uh, it must be a therapist thing because Taylor does too. I think it's ridiculous. I, Mike Lawson, I've been afraid. I've kind of a. I, I know Taylor won't hear this to October, so I'm not worried. I. Yeah. What's funny? I'm gonna get a call in October. So, <laughs> do you think it's ridiculous? I get a haircut every other week, huh? And I'm like, what? I'm gonna really know what he's talking about. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Taylor gets a haircut every other week, and, he, and I've I've kind of I've mildly gone like a haircut every. It's very important to me. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, if it makes you feel good, then do it. I'm fine with that. It just seems like excessive. Like, how much is your hair growing in two weeks that you need to go out of your way to go get a professional to take care of it? Um, So anyway, we're doing that tomorrow. Maybe I'll bring it up. I just feel... how do? But now how do you casually bring it up months after? Yeah. And then also, we, how do I bring it up while simultaneously encouraging him not to listen to it or seek it? Well, don't you think his natural inclination will be to ask if he's been mentioned on there? Joe, possibly, but I, I mean, this story that I have to tell him starts with game night guys and then leads to what someone called lies and then catch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I do this, but first, um, big brother thing and do you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of this stuff, he knows nothing about it. That must be so weird. I, I can't even imagine like explaining this world. Cause you know, I've actually had to explain this world even to Cameron. Cause you know, Cameron's been gone for so long when Cameron and I reconnected, like the last time I saw Cameron oh. afterthought was just on paper. So to tell him about this whole world of afterthought and explain that uh, is weird. Like, and he, I could tell he didn't understand what I was talking about. So anyway, uh, yeah. So like to, to, even to Cameron, who already knew I did a podcast, to explain the world of afterthought is very, very difficult for people. Yeah, I like I said before, I'm a little bit worried because him saying I will go listen to everything is frightening. But then him saying, I will never listen to it is also not like, I don't want him to do either of those things. I Mm -hmm. almost feel like it's nice just that he doesn't know it. Mm -hmm. I think because of the paywall, it's pretty safe that I can talk about stuff on here and Mm -hmm. feel fine. I think something that would be weird is for him to hear those episodes where um, we had the real housewives of Oakland happen Mm -hmm. where he like, left the bar because I was seeing some other people like my opinion during that time was very much like, I mean, it was, it's all true. It's like, I'm, I'm sad about it, but I'm also like, well, if that's your kind of response and this wasn't right for me anyway, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like I'm not a dramatic person. I'm not, if someone says, I never want to see you again, you will never see me again. Uh, That's fine. Joey Vuhek. So (laughs) I, I just mean like kind of the, I don't, I don't know how it would feel for him to hear 
that side of the the story that he was yeah. the other side of, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get, I'll just bring it up, I guess. Well, look, it gives us something for the next episode to talk about. I'm excited. You know what? I'll do it before the next episode. That's something I will do. All right. Sounds good. All right. What do you got going on next week, Mike Lawson? Well, I got a lot of Big Brother to watch. uh, Mm. So I'm going to be doing that. Um, And I'm also just work shit. I mean, work is like insanely cruise. It's just everyone's on cruise control. We Mm. are. uh, The work is easy. The tasks are incredibly clear. Mm-hmm. I can go probably six hours a day without looking at my computer screen. Yeah. Like I'm required to do some stuff and sort of assist people with things, but like it's easy. Yeah. So just kind of living in this new space and learning the new neighborhood. I mean, there's a Vietnamese coffee place that's super close to that's that direction, which I would have never found if I hadn't mm-hmm. just gone for a walk. So kind of, walking the neighborhood and finding like there's like a bodega over here that also in the back they make sandwiches or so just kind of like lay of the land and mm-hmm. doing that kind of exploring um what about you do you have anything exciting happening no cool no. like and 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 you know it's one of these things i was just talking to shannon yesterday about like before my grandparents passed away i was I would say serious about COVID, but now I'm like, and forgive the language here, deadly serious about it. Like, yeah, I'm pretty serious about it. Because, well, I mean, like yeah. literally that is kind of yeah. what you're fearing. too. I lost yeah. my grandparents, my aunt who was a caregiver for them. She got it. Good news is she is pretty much recovered. On the mend. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle um, got it, but he never got anything more than a headache. Okay. Uh, and so he, they're great. But then, um, some other cousins got it. There's something kind I will kind of say kind of satisfying about that one. They're all fine, but yeah. they were, um, MAGA just doesn't exist. Uh, math, uh, no mask people. So there's yeah. something sort of satisfying about that. Yeah. But, uh, they're all 100% fine. Uh, and, uh, they've, they've recovered, but just, it just sort of feel I was saying like when you're in a horror movie, and the murderers in the hallway and you're like hiding behind the door and waiting for the murderer to pass. Right. I'm even, I'm still afraid to even poke my head out in the hallway to see if the murder is gone. You know, yeah. I'm still hiding behind the door. I mean, it's not gone. That's why. Yeah. yeah. So, but it, for it to brush so close to me, you know, cause for a lot of people still, even though we're hearing all these numbers for so many of us out there, it is just, not real. I don't, I mean, people yeah. believe in it, but like, they don't know anyone who's been seriously affected. They haven't been seriously affected. They know it's real, but it's just like, it's not a tangible thing. It it was real in my life. I went to a funeral that was distanced, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that, so like, I think yeah, I think it that happens with a lot of things. I, to be honest, moving, I think has been good for me to sort of, I, I, I had to take some risks to get mm-hmm. here that I wasn't taking before mm-hmm. I got in a rental van, which I would not have done a month. You know, that wasn't something I was even thinking about doing. Mm-hmm. So kind of getting out a little bit has helped me understand what's safe and what's not. And also how other people are reacting. So like, um, 
Rishi and I, on his birthday, we went to a restaurant to pick up food, which I have not done up until this point. I've, I've had some food delivered, but I, we actually went to a restaurant. We had to stand in a line and like everyone's good with the mask up here. And kind of as you walk away on the sidewalk, like people take it off when they're like, Oh, there's nobody within a ring. You know what? Being out in it has helped me kind of understand that I can do it and it's not all super scary, but um, I understand what you're dealing with um, a little bit, at least. No, I'm not Betty crazy where I'm like, I uh, like I have to, she does it, so it doesn't matter, but I wouldn't be like, I have to wash every piece of, like, I have to go once a week to the post office and get my mail, you know, Uh, but uh, other than that, like, I don't really see anybody. I know what's funny is my this Joe Batan people didn't tell me. I'm sure there have been stories, but there, but I don't remember any. So okay, well, it was nice catching up with you. Episode three hundred. Yeah. Well, Mike, this isn't for the three hundredth time. We didn't do it till later, but uh, go to hell. Nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. I like to eat pizza.